This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Arizona in the rubber game of this three-game series. D-backs five and the Padres four as the Padres lose two of three. To Arizona, they dropped the 56 and 62. Diamondbacks improve back to 500 at 59 and 59. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. A lot to do here in our post game show on the Padres radio network. We'll go back to Arizona, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We have all the radio highlights for you. Recap this game in its entirety. May also have some post game reaction from the Padres clubhouse as well, from players at a town scoreboard and much, much more to come as we wrap up what ends up being a very disappointing road trip for the San Diego Padres, a road trip that went to Seattle and Phoenix, Arizona. They went 1-4 on this road trip and against the Diamondbacks team that entered this series, losing eight in a row. After the win on Friday for the Padres, the Diamondbacks had lost nine in a row. The Padres lose two out of three to Arizona. And here today, there were a couple of things you point to when you look at this game. The Padres had a 3-0 lead after one half inning. They got three runs in the first inning. They had a 4-2 lead heading to the bottom half of the seventh inning, and they cannot hang on to win it. The two things you point to, number one, three runs in the first inning. The Padres scored just one run the rest of the game, and that was against Brandon Fott, the rookie right-hander on the mound for Arizona who came in with a 7-plus ERA. They were all over him in the first inning. Did a great job, to their credit, in the first inning. Hits with runners in scoring position. They went 3-for-6 with runners in scoring position in that first inning. But the Padres' offense could not add on enough in this game. And you got the feeling as this game got deeper and deeper and deeper. And as the Diamondbacks continued to hang around, you got the feeling that this sort of thing might happen in this game because we've seen it before. Padres went one for seven with runners in scoring position from the second inning through the ninth inning. And regardless of the number with runners in scoring position, they only got one more run the rest of the way. And maybe even more so, they let Brandon Fott off the hook in this game. Giving up three runs in that first inning. Fott ends up going almost a quality outing, five and two-thirds innings with three earned runs given up. And then the bullpen. With all that said about the offense, when you play games like this, your bullpen has to find a way to shut the door to get those final outs. Nick Martinez gives up the game-tying home run, a pinch-hit homer, two-run shot for Lourdes Gurriel Jr., tied the game at four. Robert Suarez allowing a couple of singles, then an intentional walk. 
walk in the eighth inning. A sack fly by Alec Thomas gave the Diamondbacks a 5-4 lead. So it was a mix between the offense not adding on and not capitalizing with runners in scoring position after that first inning, aside from the Cronenworth base hit in the seventh to make it 4-2, and the bullpen being unable to protect a two-run lead in the seventh inning and then into the eighth inning when the game was tied. And look, you can point at the offense, you can point at the bullpen, but here is the reality right now for the San Diego Padres. They are five and a half games back in the wild card race with 44 games left to play, and it's just another close loss and another winnable game that the Padres could not find a way to win. The Padres are 6-19 in in one-run games this season, 6-19, and and this is another one of those in that category here today. So you can point fingers, you can you know, say they should have done this, they should have done that. Bottom line, with where they are, with how this season has gone, now dropping back to 56-62, and 62, now five and a half out before they begin a critical 10-game homestand starting tomorrow. The record is what it is. The deficit in the wild card race is what it is. The Padres had to win this series against Arizona, a team that was really, really, really struggling. The Diamondbacks entered this series 7-24 since July 2nd. And then after the win on Friday, they were 7-25 when the Padres beat them on Friday. And the D-backs come back to win the final two games of this series. So, After the two games in Seattle, a series you just felt like the Padres had to win. You heard Manny Machado in the pregame talk about how important today's game was. The Padres took the lead early, seemed like they were destined to maybe have a big offensive day, but they only get four runs on 11 hits in this game. The Diamondbacks getting five runs on 10 hits, and that was the story here today. Much more to do on our postgame show. When we come back, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Reaction coming from the Padres. Padres clubhouse as well as we wrap this one up. The final score, Arizona 5, San Diego 4. I'm Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Arizona, Diamondbacks 5 and the Padres 4 as we wrap this one up. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Sunday. Hope you've had a wonderful Sunday. Uh, not a wonderful game, not a wonderful road trip for the Padres, unfortunately, as they go 1-4 and four to Seattle and Arizona. And now we wrap it up on the other side of this one as the Padres fall 5-4 to four to the Diamondbacks. 
Diamondbacks. A lot to get to still. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Also hear from Seth Lugo and Jay Cronenworth coming up in just a little bit. So plenty of post-game reaction coming your way. We'll also take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard and much, much more to come as we wrap this one up after a 5-4 loss in Arizona. Let's recap how this one went down. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. The Padres got off to a very quick start against Diamondback starter Brandon Fott. Hassan Kim hit a leadoff double to start the game. Fernando Tatis Jr. was next. Runner on second, nobody out for Fernando Tatis Jr. Swings at the first pitch, loops it into shallow center field, out of the reach of Marte. Him rounding third on his way. Thomas's throw is cut off, throw to second by Walker, not in time. Padres take a 1-0 lead, two batters into the game as Tatis hustled into second base and gets himself back in scoring position on a bloop into shallow center field. Tatis stole third base, Manny Machado was at the plate with one out. And Manny hits a laser over the head of the third baseman, Peterson, and down the left field line for extra bases. Tatis is jogging home, Manny cruising into second. Already a couple of doubles in the first inning for the Padres, and they now lead 2 to nothing. Manny was still on second base with two men away for Jake Cronenworth. Runner on second, two outs. Here's the pitch to Cronenworth, and a ground ball to the right of the mound. Long way to go, Marte dives, and he can't get there. It's into center. Manny's going to score easily from second base. Jake Cronenworth, an RBI single, and a 3-0 Padre lead in the first. So the Padres had that 3-0 lead heading to the bottom half of the first inning. Seth Lugo gave up a leadoff triple to Corbin Carroll. He scored on an infield single from Cattell Marte to make it 3-1. But Lugo got out of that inning with just that one run given up. Both pitchers would deal with base runners in the early innings. Padres had a runner in scoring position against Fott in the second, a runner on in the third, got a leadoff double in the fourth inning, but they did not score in those innings. D-backs had two on in the second and and a base runner on in the third. Lugo delivered a 1-2-3 fourth inning. Padres still led 3-1, going bottom five. Geraldo Perdomo dug in against Lugo. 1-2 and two on Perdomo now. And he sends it in the air to deep right field. Fernando backing up at the wall. This one going to go. Home run, Geraldo Perdomo. And now how huge is that play made by Sanchez and Kim a moment ago. 3-2 Padres in the fifth. That's all Lugo allowed in the fifth inning. He was done after five. Padres put two on in the sixth inning, but again, they did not score. Padres went 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position from the second through the sixth. Despite giving up three runs in the first inning, Fought allowed just those three runs through five and two-thirds solid innings. Nick Martinez dealt a scoreless bottom half in the sixth. Padres faced D-backs reliever Kevin Ginkle in the top of the seventh inning. Manny Machado drew a two-out walk. Xander Bogart singled. Jake Cronenworth was next. And the pitch to Cronenworth. Hit on the ground. Fair up the third baseline into left field. Manny rounding third. He's going to score. Bogarts will be held. Cronenworth in his second with an RBI double. Padres finally add on, and they lead 4-2. That's all the Padres got in the seventh inning. They stranded the bases loaded. That would be important. In the bottom half, Martinez issued a leadoff walk with one out. It was Lourdes Gurriel Jr. who pinch hit, representing the tying run. Here's the 3-2 and two from Nick Martinez, and Gurriel hits it in the air to left field. Soto's backing up. He's at the wall, leaps up, going to go. 
two-run pinch hit home run. And Gurriel has tied the game at four here in the seventh. Robert Suarez would enter to get the final two outs of the seventh inning. On to the eighth inning, Padres did not score. In the bottom half, the Diamondbacks rallied against Robert Suarez. Diamondbacks put runners on second and third with one out. Then an intentional walk to Jace Peterson on a 3-1 count. The bases were loaded for Alec Thomas. Thomas swings, lines it into center field. Grisham over and in, reaches out to make the catch. Walker tagging from third, he'll score, but a great play by Grisham. Now the Diamondbacks take the lead. They're ahead for the first time. But I tell you what, if Trent doesn't get there, it's at least two, maybe three. Robert Suarez would get out of that bottom half of the eighth inning with the Padres down by just one. We went to the top of the ninth inning. D-backs ahead 5-4. to four. Paul Seawald entered for the save opportunity. Manny Machado flew out. Xander Bogarts grounded out. Jake Cronenworth drew a two-out walk. The game was left up to Gary Sanchez. Here's the pitch, and Sanchez swings and misses strike three. It was a fastball, and the Diamondbacks hold on and come from behind as they win this game 5-4. to four. They win the series, and the Padres wrap this road trip to Seattle and Arizona with a 1-4 and four record. Not a good road trip for the San Diego Padres, and it ends with another tough one in Arizona here today. Final score, Diamondbacks 5, Padres 4. Padres drop to 56-62. and 62. D-backs are back even to 500 at 59-59, and 59. and the Padres did lose a half game in the wild card race today. They are now five and a half games out of a wild card spot in the National League with 44 games left to play in their season. We have plenty of post game reaction to get to. We'll hear from Padres players from inside the clubhouse coming up in just a little bit. But first, let's hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. How does that happen after promising first inning? Well, I don't know. I mean, really good at bats in the first. You know, you would think we'd have a little momentum going the rest of the game. You know, his breaking ball was a little bit better as the game went along. He struck some guys out, but that's that's a guy after three in the first and, and maybe some of the numbers he's putting up that we should have done a little bit better on. Like a kind of stretch your bullpen with 13 games, 13 days, going to Nick there for two innings, hopefully? Well, as opposed to who? I mean, we're going to use him the next inning and bring in Suarez if there was some traffic. You know, obviously, the, the two-run homer was huge, so... Um, you know, it's just the way it played out. Are you just still, Nick, that it's use? Because it seems like he's had a lot of rest. He was doing really well in his starts. He's given up a lot of home runs lately. What do you see? Yeah, it was just a hanging changeup, you know, one of his best pitches. So, um, you know, one pitch when we have a two-run lead ended up costing us. So, it, you know, it's just as, it, it's the entire game, though. It's the, the lack of offense after the first inning. Um, big hits by then, and, and obviously we didn't, uh, we didn't show up enough to, to put some more distance between that and take some pressure off the guys coming in the game. And that's not a new thing, where you guys will score early and then go a long stretch. Is there anything that you see that happens? Uh, I, you know what, if I had an answer for it, I'd tell you. You know, we just have to be better about you know, 
stepping on the gas pedal and, and continuing as the game goes along. That's as tough a loss. You know, we've had some tough losses this year, but this is probably as tough a loss as we've had based on where we are, who we're playing, and, and whatever game means right now. Do you think this team right now has kind of just the mental fortitude after you guys have bounced back from a lot of tough losses, but this is the biggest stretch of the season that keeps happening? Do you think they have the fortitude to bounce back from this? I do. It, it, you know, you keep getting punched like this and you keep getting beat down a little bit sometimes you lose your spirit that's that's not an excuse but we've we've had some really tough games this year that we've had to respond to and we keep having to respond to tomorrow will be the same thing uh, after struggling for, for a bit he's had a good series to end here what do you think he did well to to turn things around i just stand up the middle a little bit more let the ball travel a little bit um, on the other hand, a lot of the guys that you guys got in the trades haven't been, you know, performing as well. Does that have how frustrating is that? You know what? It, it's not down to one or two guys. It's about the entire team, the entire twenty-six man roster. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Phoenix after this five-four loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios here on the Padres radio network. You heard Bob Melvin. Uh, say there, that's probably as tough a loss as we've had. And this has been a season full of very, very tough losses for the San Diego Padres. And look, I, I agree with what Bob Melvin said there, not really pointing to one thing. To me, I mean, look, we I said it in the open. You can point at the bullpen. You can point at the lack of offense after the first inning. All those things are fair game for why the Padres lost this one. But at the end of the day, it's a team that just has not found ways to win a lot of games like this. This is 6-19 and now in one-run games. So you can point fingers all you want, but it's a team game, and the Padres are at a spot in their season with how many games are left, where that with where they are in the wild card standings, playing teams ahead of them like the Arizona Diamondbacks, a team in the Diamondbacks that was struggling so much entering this series. I don't know what the answers are either, to be totally honest with you. You have to find ways to win them. And whether it was the offense not adding on, they got three runs in the first inning, really let, you felt, Brandon Fott off the hook, a struggling young starting pitcher in that first inning, didn't get another run against them. Then we're able to scratch across one run in the seventh inning to make it 4-2. to two. Yes, the bullpen gave up the lead, the Martinez home run, not a great moment for Nick. I mean, you can point to all those things, the, the the offense, even after it's a tie game. I mean, they have the top of the order up in the eighth inning, Kim Tatis, uh, Soto, and even in the ninth inning, Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth. I mean, all those guys got a crack at it, even after the game was tied or the Padres were trailing uh, going into the ninth inning, and they couldn't find a way to score enough to win this game. So all in all, it's a team game, and so the Padres have had a lot of really tough losses this season, and you lose as a team, you win as a team, and uh, that's the way it's been many, many days here in 2023, unfortunately, for the Padres. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we return, we'll have more post-game reaction from inside the clubhouse, full look at the out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to come. Again, the final score, D-backs 5, Padres 4, back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network.
Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Arizona, Diamondbacks 5, Padres 4, as the Padres lose 2 of 3. In Arizona, they go 1-4 on this five-game road trip to Seattle and Arizona. And the Padres at a point in their season where you're Hoping they can go on a big-time run. Well, stretches of 1-4 baseball and dropping back to six games below five hundred. Not really part of the plan you hope for uh, here in the second half of the season. Padres fall 5-4. to four. Again, the final totals for the Padres. Four runs, 11 hits, no errors. They left on 12. Diamondbacks, five runs, 10 hits, no errors. They left on six. Padres had a 3 nothing lead in this game before the Diamondbacks came to bat in the bottom half of the first inning. They scored three in their half of the first. And then... They had a 3-1 to one lead, a 3-2 to two lead, a 4-2 to two lead. Diamondbacks getting a pinch hit home run from Lord Escuriel Jr. in the bottom half of the seventh inning to tie the game at four. And then the sack fly from Alec Thomas with the bases loaded in the eighth inning against Robert Suarez gave the Diamondbacks a 5-4 lead. They go on to win by that final score. We'll hear from Jake Cronenworth coming up in just a handful of minutes, so stay tuned for that. A lot of postgame reaction to get to from inside the Padres clubhouse. We'll hear from Seth Lugo. We may also hear from Fernando Tatis Jr. So a lot of reaction to get to. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game will go with Seth Lugo in this one here today. Not really a clear-cut choice here today on either pitching staff. Lugo Five innings, two earned runs given up, struck out four, walked nobody, six hits. He threw 87 pitches in this game. Brandon Fott, to his credit, gave up the three runs early and then did not give up another through five and two-thirds innings. But Lugo, pretty good start here today. Five innings, two runs given up. Certainly a good bounce back after what he did against the Dodgers on Monday. So we'll give our ace pitcher of the game here today to Seth Lugo, who left in line for the win. Padres' bullpen couldn't. Shut the door. Offense couldn't really add on much. But Lugo will be our ace pitcher of the game. Jake Cronenworth in this game had a good one. Three hits, a single in the first inning, an RBI, single in the sixth inning to lead it off. RBI double in the seventh inning, did walk in the ninth inning as well. So you really look at this game for Jake Cronenworth. He did some really, really nice things, and he did enter this game. Hits in 12 of his last 14 games, hitting nearly 400 in the last 14 games. He's played uh, very nicely at the plate the last two and a half weeks, basically. So that's been certainly a good development for the Padres here in the second half of the season. The resurgence of Jake Cronenworth as he continues to swing the bat well. But like I said before the break, individual accomplishments this time of year, well, they don't make you feel very good. It's a team game. You win as a team. You lose as a team. Like I was saying earlier, you can point at multiple things in this game, whether it's the offense not adding on, whether it's the bullpen not performing uh, up to par and not holding a lead. You can look at all that, but the Padres at a point in their season where you just got to win games no matter how you have to get it done. Padres did not do that here today. Speaking of Jake Cronenworth, let's go back to Arizona inside the clubhouse and hear some post-game reaction from Jake. No, I feel like the way we attacked that guy in the first inning, we should have had him on the game there pretty early. Um, 
let him settle in. I think he threw five and got our opportunities to tack on there. Base was loaded, a couple two out situations with runner on third, and we didn't. We let him come back in the game. Given the situation we've been talking about for a long time, at what point does this kind of wear you down and it become difficult to believe, all right, yeah, we are this team? I mean, today's a frustrating one. Have the lead, let it go there in the, in the late innings, but a good opportunity going home, and I think we have I don't know, 10 games, I think, at home. So, go home and hopefully have a great homestand. What exactly was happening against the rookie starter after that first inning? Was he just making pitches, or should you guys have been getting to him? Couldn't tell you. I mean, I think, obviously, that first inning, we had a great approach and went up there and attacked him, and then it felt like, not felt like, but maybe went on the defensive a little bit. I don't know, but... Um, Obviously, settled in and ended up pitching pretty well, so I don't know. Obviously, every game's important at this point, but how would you sum up just what you guys did on the slump stand? I mean, this road trip trying to just make, make up some ground. Obviously, not good. You know, one and four, so um, yeah. That was Jake Cronenworth from inside the Padres clubhouse after this game, and you heard Jake describe the road trip as not good. And look, the Padres did a great job in the first inning. They really did. Three for six with runners in scoring position. They had a lead, two batters into the game. I mean, you felt like this game was set up absolutely beautifully for this team. Three nothing after the first inning. Brandon Fott, a young starting pitcher. You have him on the ropes. He's really struggled this season in his rookie campaign. But then they just could not score another run against Fott. And it's not like they didn't have opportunities. They were 0-for-1 with runners in scoring position in the second. Uh, went 0-for-3 after a leadoff double in the fourth inning. Couldn't get Garrett Cooper home. Uh, in the sixth inning, they had a, an at-bat with a runner in scoring position. So, like I said earlier... From the second through the sixth inning, they went 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. In fact, the only other base hit they would have with runners in scoring position in this game was Jake Cronenworth's RBI single, uh, or excuse me, RBI double in the seventh inning uh, that made it a 4 to 2 game. And even after that, they loaded the bases in the seventh inning and could not add on to the lead. So. Uh, from those perspectives, very frustrating game, and, and obviously Jake Cronenworth not happy with the way this road trip went, and now the Padres will come home for a 10-game homestand beginning tomorrow. Much more to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Seth Lugo, may also hear some additional post-game audio from the clubhouse as we wrap this one up. Arizona 5, San Diego 4, the final score, back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Diamondbacks 5, Padres 4 as the Padres lose the rubber game of this three-game series. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this beautiful Sunday in America's finest city. A lot to do still on our postgame coverage. We'll hear from today's starting pitcher Seth Lugo coming up in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for that. We'll also hear from Fernando Tatis Jr., so plenty of postgame reaction still to come your way. Let's first tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. 
which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut. It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game will give it to Diamondbacks closer Paul Seawald, who picked up his 23rd save of the season here today, his second in as many days, his second as a Diamondback. You talk about shutting the door. That's what the the intro says there, right? Well, Seawald shut the door in a one-run game. 5-4 lead in the ninth inning for Arizona. Gave up a two-out walk to Jake Cronenworth. Had to face the go-ahead run at the plate. And Gary Sanchez, in fact, he fell behind Sanchez 3-1 in that at-bat, but came back to strike him out. So Seawalt will be our relief pitcher of the game for that reason. Shutting the door, picking up his 23rd save, and securing a 5-4 Diamondbacks win. Speaking of pitching, Seth Lugo, pretty good outing here today. Five innings, two earned runs given up, left in line for the win. The two runs he gave up, one came after the leadoff triple in the first inning for Corbin Carroll, RBI infield single for Cattell Marte. That made it a 3-1 game. Solo home run given up to Geraldo Perdomo in the fifth inning, made it 3-2. But all in all, the final line for Lugo, five innings, two earned runs given up, six hits, walk nobody, struck out four, 87 pitches, certainly a nice bounce back after what happened to him on Monday against the Dodgers and a fairly solid outing here today for Seth Lugo. Let's go back to the clubhouse in Arizona and here's some post-game reaction from Seth Lugo. Quite a few of these this year where there have been good starts and a lot of run support. Just have been, how did you feel today and how did you feel like the season has sort of been like a little bit snake bit, some of these? Uh yeah, maybe, uh, you know, it's a tough game. And, uh, you know, um, I felt like today, first couple innings, I was still trying to find uh, some release points, for, especially my breaking stuff. You know, I felt like I had a pretty good fastball. And, uh, you know, as the game went on, I was able to find the breaking ball and, uh, you know, make some good pitches. And, you know, I think they were, uh, uh, you know, putting together some good at-bats, fighting off some good pitches, kind of got the pitch count up there. So, you know, ideally I'd like to pitch a little deeper. But, you know, uh, uh that's tough, tough on the day. So that explains kind of the usage early on and then the them making the longer at-bats also due to sort of you trying to find things, you think? or Yeah, a little bit of that. And, uh, um, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, with the heavy uh, left-handed, left-handed lineup, um, you know, I feel like I made some, some good pitches in, you know, didn't get some calls, you know, some guys, you know, got out of the way, but then, you know, had to go back to the break ball and it seemed like they were ready for it, but, you know, when I got to a good spot, it was, it was good results. Like before the trip? Yeah, yeah. And another one later. Was there a conversation about maybe trying to go out there for a six or, I mean, what happened with uh, the decision to, you know, keep you out here for five? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, um, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, Nick was fresh and, uh, you know, the bullpen was pretty fresh, you know, with the Vila thrown so well last night. So, uh, you know, that was uh, a conversation we had. That was Padres starting pitcher Seth Lugo after today's game 5-4 loss for the Padres in Arizona. Sam Levitt back with you inside 
Our San Diego studios, you heard Seth get asked there about the potential of him going back out for the sixth inning. He had thrown 87 pitches, so certainly could have been a possibility, but the Padres going to Nick Martinez instead. Martinez, a one, two, three, sixth inning, struck out two, looked great, but then ends up giving up the leadoff walk in the seventh inning to Peterson and the one-out pinch hit home run to Lourdes Gurriel Jr. in that seventh inning to tie the game at four. And again, we will hear from Fernando Tatis Jr. coming up in just a little bit as well. Every Sunday is Military Sunday, and we want to take time and recognize and thank all military members for their amazing dedication and service. San Diego County Toyota dealers, proud partners of the Padres, are honored to support San Diego's military community. Let's now tell you about our Padres Radio Network Player of the Game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Here's a 3-2 and two from Nick Martinez. And Gurriel hits it in the air to left field. Soto's backing up. He's at the wall. Leaps up. Gonna go. Two-run pinch hit home run. And Gurriel has tied the game at four here in the seventh. The pinch hit two-run home run for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Certainly a huge play in this game. Tied the game at four. The first pinch hit home run of Gurriel's career off Nick Martinez. Tied the game at four. Diamondbacks would score a run in the eighth inning to take a 5-4 lead. And that was that. Trust me, it doesn't give me any pleasure to hear the... uh, the non-Padres highlights during our post-game show, but sometimes is what it is in a game like this. That's a Gurriel home run, certainly a big, big factor in today's game. I do want to, though, you know, give a shout-out again to Jake Cronenworth, who was very good in this game, and if the Padres do win this game, is, is probably our player of the game. Three hits, two RBIs, was on four times. He's been swinging the bat really well, so... Uh, With that, you know, this game goes another way. Jay Cronenworth is probably our player of the game. But we have those games sometimes where sometimes a swing late, there's really no way you you get around uh, giving somebody like Gurriel the player of the game for the big swing in the seventh inning like uh, he had in this game today. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we will hear from Fernando Tatis Jr., hear his postgame reaction, full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We had some wild games around baseball today, so we'll update you on all of that. May squeeze in a phone call or two if we have some time. Phone number 833-288-0973, if you want to react to today's game in Arizona. Again, the final score, Diamondbacks 5, Padres 4. We hear from Fernando when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Arizona, Diamondbacks 5 and the Padres 4. As the Padres lose 2 out of 3 to the D-backs. 
They've lost now six of their last seven games. They go one and four on this road trip to Seattle and Arizona. They have a homestand, the longest homestand of the season, beginning tomorrow at Petco Park. We'll tell you more about that coming up in just a little bit. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios here on our postgame coverage on the Padres radio network. Full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a matter of minutes, so stay tuned for that. We had a lot of wild games around baseball today, a number of walk-offs, and unfortunately, a couple of walk-offs for teams that are ahead of the Padres in the wild card race right now. The Padres will end today five and a half games out of a wild card spot with 44 games remaining in their season. It is not impossible. It is not um, unfathomable to make up that ground. But I will tell you this, all the teams in front of them, it's getting late. And it's getting to a spot where it will be really, really hard. And here's here's the thing you, you got to know, regardless of how anybody else plays or any of that, the Padres have to play really, really well themselves to really have a conversation about a postseason spot. And right here at the end of this weekend, they are six games below 500. So we talked about it at the end of the series in Seattle. I mean, I don't blame you if you look at it right now and you say, you know what, before I even look at the wild card standings, this team has to get back to 500 first, and then we can worry about all that. But five and a half out, 44 to play, not impossible, but there is a lot of work to be done in a critical, critical 10-game homestand beginning tomorrow at Petco Park. Let's go back to Arizona. Here's some postgame reaction from Fernando Tatis Jr. inside the clubhouse. This series, did you feel like you kind of got a little bit more of a rhythm at the plate? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm seeing better the ball, um, taking better swings, um, landing some good pitches, and uh, yeah, add some decent results on, the, on this series. How important is that, that part of, like, when there's, you clearly were up there looking at hit one sometimes, mm-hmm. and then making sure you got your pitch. Like, I know you meant hit the ball hard, but how important was it to sort of have a little more discipline? Uh, yeah, I was just trying to be very picky with myself in, the, in this last series, because just of the results overall in general, what, what I was having, like we mentioned, I'm hitting the ball hard, but still not having results, so just being very picky on myself and just... Over, overseeing it, every single details, and uh, I feel like it, it helped a little bit. Did it feel like you guys kind of had that rookie starter on the ropes in the first inning? What do you think happened after that? I mean, we 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 came up playing ass uh, since first inning, and then after that, you just start making pitches. How much was that? And you guys do this kind of a lot, where you score runs and then don't for several innings. It happened on this trip. It's happened. What happens? I wish I had that answer so we can figure it out quicker. But man, we, we came out, we came out hard, and then, like as you said, I feel like we just start making pitches and we can engage back. Time's running out. Does this feel at all like it's slipping away? I mean, we just lost. And, uh, obviously, we lost the series, and uh, I don't know it's slipping away, but uh, it's not what what we should be doing right now. Do you think you guys here still truly have the belief that you can finally go on that run you've been looking for all season, or has it been I mean, so with long? this team, everything is possible. But, but 
we need, we need to put the results out there. Simple as that. Last time you were at the stadium, you made your return your season debut. Since then, what do you think is the biggest thing you learned throughout this entire season? Mm-hmm. Just keep playing baseball. Uh, no more, no more than that. This is a show, and we need to bring it every single day just for the fans. That was Fernando Tatis Jr. from inside the clubhouse after this 5-4 loss for the Padres in Arizona. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios as we continue our postgame coverage. I'll tell you this, the, the two things we keep hearing over and over and over, whether it's today or yesterday or after any really of this uh, very uh, these very tough losses for the Padres this season, number one, that, I mean, they're – there doesn't really seem to be an answer. Just like we sort of wonder what the answers are and why certain things have happened the way they've happened and the 6-19 and and one-run games and the offense doing what it did today, scoring so early and then really not looking like the same offensive team throughout the, the next eight innings. We keep hearing that, and we also keep hearing, whether it be Manny, whether it be Fernando, whether it be other guys in the clubhouse, that... They believe they do have what it takes to go on the run that we've been waiting for really all season. So you hope the second part of that, the ability, the belief that uh, this team can go on that run, you certainly hope that's true because that's what the Padres need to do here in these final 44 games. That was Fernando Tatis Jr. from inside the clubhouse post game. All right, we told you about a wild day of baseball around the major leagues. Let's recap it as we take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. First, let's get to the games going on right now. Game two of a doubleheader in Pittsburgh. Sixth inning between the Reds and the Pirates. Pirates a 4-3 lead in that one. Game two of that doubleheader. The Braves leading the Mets 3-0 in New York in the third. Braves going for a four-game sweep of the Mets in that one Sunday night baseball there. Everything else has gone final today. Red Sox beat the Tigers 6-3 in Boston. Adam Duvall, a three-run home run in that game at Fenway for the Red Sox. Twins beat the Phillies 3-0 in Philadelphia. Nationals won a wild one over the Oakland A's. The A's had a 7 to two lead heading into the bottom half of the ninth inning. Washington stormed back. The kick and here it comes. Breaking ball, line drive, left center field. It's a base hit. It's a base hit. Here comes the winning run to score at Dom Smith. And they're racing out to Bob Jeter Downs. He has fired his batting helmet 50 feet in the air. The curly W's in the books. Charlie Slows, Nationals Radio, Jeter Downs, the walk-off base hit as the Nationals score six runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to beat Oakland 8-7. Pirates beat the Reds in game one of that doubleheader we told you about, 4-2. Jared Triolo hit a pinch hit, go-ahead, three-run home run in that game for Pittsburgh. Blue Jays beat up on the Cubs 11-4. In Toronto, Dalton Varsho, a home run in that game for Toronto. Guardians beat the Rays 9-2. Another wild comeback. The Yankees in Miami had a 7-2 lead. They had a 7-3 lead. Going to the bottom of the ninth inning, the Marlins scored five runs in the bottom of the ninth inning, won it on a Jake Berger walk-off base hit. The stun the New York Yankees and win it 8-7. 
in a very frustrating game again, series again, for the Yankees in Miami. Angels beat the Astros 2-1 in Houston. Shohei Otani is 41st home run of the season in that one. Brewers beat the White Sox in Chicago 7-3. Brewers swept that series from the White Sox. Another wild win, the Giants beat the Rangers 3-2 in San Francisco. Patrick Bailey a walk-off two-run home run in the bottom half of the ninth inning as the Giants come back to win it. Excuse me, not bottom half of the ninth inning, bottom half of the tenth inning. Either way, Giants went on to win it 3-2 to two on the two-run walk-off blast by Patrick Bailey. Another good game. Orioles beat the Mariners 5-3-10 in in Seattle. That was a really, really good series between Baltimore and Seattle. Orioles win it 5-3 earlier in 10. And the Dodgers beat the Rockies 8-3 in L.A. Miguel Rojas, a home run in that game for the Dodgers. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Sunday across the major leagues. Now, let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Thomas swings, lines it into center field. Grisham over and in. Reaches out to make the catch. Walker tagging from third. He'll score. But a great play by Grisham. Now the Diamondbacks take the lead. They're ahead for the first time. But I tell you what, if Trent doesn't get there, it's at least two, maybe three. Our play of the game, the Alec Thomas sack fly, ended up giving the Diamondbacks a 5-4 lead in the eighth inning. They would go on to win by that final score. So that was that, our play of the game, most impactful as far as giving the Diamondbacks, by the way, which was their first lead of the game, did not have a lead before that, and their first lead was the final score as the Diamondbacks win it 5-4. to four. It was a good play by Grisham, and look, you hoped heading into the ninth inning that Grisham getting to that and preventing a base hit and keeping it a one-run game essentially would prove to be fruitful for the Padres in the ninth inning, but the Padres against the Diamondbacks' bullpen got one in the seventh inning to make it a 4-2 to game, then could not score in the eighth inning after it was tied, could not score in the ninth inning after the Diamondbacks took a 5-4 to lead. Taking a look ahead to the homestand coming up beginning tomorrow, game one of a three-game series between the Padres and the Baltimore Orioles. It's a 10-game homestand starting tomorrow, longest of the year. Pitching matchup tomorrow, right-hander Yu Darvish on the mound for the Padres, right-hander Grayson Rodriguez on the mound for Baltimore. The other pitching matchups, by the way, in this series, right-hander Jack Flaherty on the mound for Baltimore Tuesday against Michael Waka, who will make his return from the IL. Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres on Wednesday. Dean Kramer on the mound for Baltimore on Wednesday. But tomorrow again, Rodriguez against Darvish. First pitch at 640. And I will talk to you with the Eco Water. SoCal Padres pregame show beginning at 5:40. Before we give you the final totals from today's game, let's pause for station ID on the Padres radio network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. This is Trent Grisham from the San Diego Padres. Padres play here on 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the Free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios as we wrap this one up. Again, game one of tomorrow's series at 640. Pre-game coverage begins 
at 540. Taking a look at the final totals in this series finale here today, the rubber game of this three-game set. For the Padres, four runs, 11 hits, no errors, they left on 12. For the Diamondbacks, five runs, 10 hits, no errors, they left on six. Winning pitcher in today's game, Kyle Nelson, who came in, got one out in the eighth inning. He improves to six and three. Losing pitcher, Robert Suarez, who drops to one and two. And the save goes to Paul Seawald, his second as a Diamondback, his second in as many days, and his 23rd combined of this season. Time of game, two hours and 48 minutes, and the crowd at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, 29,277. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator today, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from our San Diego studios. Again, the final score, the Diamondbacks 5 and the Padres 4. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network.